Yes, dude, got scammed at the airport. Five hundred dollars oh, out of my pocket. What happened? Yep, got scammed so hard, dude. You know who he I think is unlocking potential though? It's ASAP Rocky and Formula One, dude. <laughs> oh, they're taking inspiration from people before them. Ideas are original in that how they like spur off each other, but they're never like truly original. Because he's been making so many long pieces, he wanted to change up his style and do something different because he wanted to challenge himself. Scorsese is making three-hour-long movies and now trying to direct a one-minute piece. Switching things up keeps things fresh. Our boy Timmy said that it didn't feel like an ad. It felt more right. like short film kind of vibe. No one wants to be sold to anymore. You want to be like, hey, buy Blue Day Chanel. You think Scorsese's rocking skims, man? Yeah. Kim's marketing for like skims, she has all types of women. Yeah. They start with like the good-looking yeah. ambassadors mm -hmm. and then they bring in the Martin Scorsese. Yeah, who, you know, he's good-looking in his own right. When you go with these other brands, it gives you that credibility. They go and lock in the Dodgers or they lock in FC Barcelona. And then when you're going to these athletes, it's like, hey guys, look at who we're already working with. We are not just KSI and Logan Paul. Right. Think whatever you want to think about them, but like we're with these big brands. And if you guys come along, we're going to even be able to sell even more of this stuff and we're going to get your whole fan base on it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 85 of the 505 podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the top brand partnerships of 2023, but I want to start this off with just the best one and a crack you've ever seen. Oh, oh, oh dude. Oh. Oh. Serious hang time on that. That was Do you pretty see that? good. Is that the standard it's like now? It's 6'2", huh? I want to say that was an There's a den. I found that was a already there. That was, no already, that was already there. 100% already there. All right. Chase, give it to me, baby. For the, for the people that are um, not watching. Yeah. Start watching first of all. Brayden okay. did a little backflip with his can, and now I feel like that's the fucking precedent. So I yeah, can do it come too. on, baby, give it to me. Oh. Quick, quick, tight flip. I uh, kind of weirdly caught it, but tight flip, dude. Tight. It was a tight yeah. flip. That was a tight flip. Eight three, baby. Yeah, dude, come, on, about it. come on, Chase. Right, I'm, I'm gonna back. go. I'm gonna go speed. Oh, I'm okay. gonna see how fast speed. I can so like go. Up and in. Yeah. Okay, go. Uh, kind of cheated though. Oh, but I have a little. Mm, yep. Yep. I think he might. I think he got it on the table. Yeah. What? I yeah. I speed cost. I think the speed cost you there. I think you started it when it was on the table. No, I think I was so fast that it looked like it may I be. did. It maybe. And Keon, it's making me so sad. The coaster did that. Can you open yours, yeah, please? Can you do something? I'll make up. Oh, dude. dude. Oh, oh my god. Jesus, dude. That would have been like two weeks in a row. Rookie but, uh, hour okay. in the corner. All right, all right. I'm gonna keep it simple. I yeah. just want to get. want to get above a six, maybe. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, it felt Ooh. smooth, dude. No, no, uh, no dance. <laughs> he looks nervous. Though. But that's yeah, like the dunk nervous Wait, I can't That's see like it. the dunk contest where they like go for the first attempt, they miss it, and they're like, they go yeah. back. Like, Is it actually a ten? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just not. Cool. It's yeah. not. You know, it happens. But I'm really, I'm really glad you're back, baby. Oh yeah. All three, dude. all four of us. All in four the, of in us the in the same house. Are you jet lagged at all, dude? I, I, I usually get really jet lagged. Hmm. I got there, I landed, I had dinner, I had some soju, which I might have helped. So I was like just vibing. Went right to bed, woke up the next day, felt great. It was so weird. Come and then on. I came back and I was fine. Dude. I slept the whole, I didn't sleep at all on the plane. And then I stayed up for like probably 36 hours and then just passed out for like a solid 10 hours and it was fine. I, I got think, so lucky. I, I think that's called being cultured. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I travel so much that I just don't even feel that's the lag saying, anymore. Your body's dude. just like, give me my eight give and I'll my, wake up. Yeah, I think the more, uh, the more jet lagged you get, the less culture you are, dude. Dude, it's for the culture. <laughs> for the um, culture. No, but it's dope. Cool place, Korea. So much fun. Good food. Korean barbecue. Slops. Saw some porches. Saw some porches. Yep. <laughs> spelled it wrong, but changed it eventually. Um, no one saw anything. Shut up. Um, no, it's just fucking cool, dude. Like, one, rarely get to stay in a really nice hotel for work, and I got to, and it's so much better. That's yeah. what Braden does with the Lakers. It rocks, it does. man. 24-hour fucking room you get, you service. Getting in, you getting into those, those big dog hotels, you're like, what have I been They had missing? like bath salts and stuff, ate oh. some, dude. Had a wild <laughs> Let's ride. Go. Yeah, Let's just go. Kidding. Do you ever just steal those soaps? I did steal. I didn't steal a lot of stuff because I felt weird about it. Well, no, no, but no. Usually not, the, I not the stuff you can't. I, no, I, I know. I meant soap. I meant soap. Okay. Yeah. Right. You taste I, just taking pillows. <laughs> just like it's back. The robe. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I didn't steal anything, really. Um, <laughs> but just cool. We were right next to the fifth tallest building in the world, which I didn't realize like what that would feel like. It is so tall. Every, no matter where you were, you could just see like it's taller than mountains. It's taller than anything in the whole world. It's crazy. Um, but it was cool. We filmed it like this air show. Basically, we were filming for, I can say it now, I realized. 
An electric flying taxi is the is the thought. Whoa. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, you told us about this a while yeah. ago. So that's what it is. It's it's a really cool thing. And it's like the interior is designed by like Genesis, the people that make the Genesis cars. So it's really like kind of luxury and cool on the inside. You saw it up in the air? Like No, not, not uh, up in the air yet. Oh, okay. They're doing like flight tests right now, I think. So cool though, dude. The picture you posted though looked so real with yeah. the jets flying. I thought you were at an air show. Oh, well, we were at an air show. So that's the thing. So... We were filming stuff at this air show, and then there was insane, like, insane fucking flying acrobatics planes doing the craziest stuff I've ever seen. Like, a lot of them were kind of far away. At one point, one, like, veered off. I don't know if it was on purpose, and Carlos and I were walking to the bathroom, and we look up, and it's right over me, and I'm like, oh, my God. Carlos, I'm sorry. Carlos grabs me, and she goes, ah! And it, like, because it was too close. Where, like, hurts your ears, your whole body's shaking, and it, it was pretty fucking cool because I'd seen Top Gun, but Carlos was not about it, dude. <laughs> Um, no, it's cool. And then filmed a lot of stuff, ate a lot of food, so many restaurants, just so full of people, which is, was fun. Is there a new dish that you came out of where you're like, oh, we need to get this the, out? The soju highball is mm. a cocktail that I really liked. Oh, oh, Soju's, oh it's a so cocktail. Not, so not, yeah. not food. That's what I was eating, dude. I was just eating cocktails. Um, <laughs> no, I love, I love a liquor that like these Asian liquors, a lot of them are like 25%, 15%. So you don't get so fucked up. So you can just have like four cocktails and just be like normal. And it's really nice. That's tall guy stuff for tall sure. guy stuff. Yeah. Tall guy, highball, highball. Well, <laughs> um, but then yeah, I got the nice G90 on the way to the airport. Oh, fucking yes, dude. Got scammed at the airport. Yes, dude. Fucking $500 <laughs> oh, out of my pocket. What happened? Yep. Got scammed so hard, dude. Fucking <laughs> you fucker. So I thought you learned from our previous yeah, scam. Yeah, me too, dude. So here's what happened. <laughs> yeah, boy, I got scammed at the airport. I, um... I'm sitting in the lounge and this guy who seems really frantic and I look at, I look him in his eye and I'm like, this guy's really struggling. He comes up and talks to me and he's like, tells me this really long story about how he's been stuck in the airport for four days. And, and I look at him, I'm like, I really believe this man. I, I, we talk it through, we figure it out. And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. Like, I, I don't really know what to do, but like, that's terrible. And then he like starts connecting with me about how he came here on like this long story about shooting a short film, yada, 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 like, but ran out of money and like the financier paid for the flight, but he missed his flight. And I just asked him questions. Cause I was like, if this is a scam, cause I've been scammed. I told you that I was like, I've been, I just stopped saying his name. He's literally going to murder me. Um, cause yeah, it's a long story, but I was like, shot fuck dude. <laughs> I was like, buddy, are you scamming me? Like, is this a scam? He's like, no. I was like, I was like, God damn it. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as if a scammer would and then basically he up. needed to get to the eu right uh -huh. for he for all these reasons he told me and we try to change the flight that he had missed we called the people they like didn't really work for some fucking reason i got a little confused but the guy was like clearly the like, actual i mean unless it was his buddy yeah and then i uh, got scammed into buying him a flight to milan uh so that sucked because dude he was stuck at the airport yeah. someone needed to help him out yeah wow. and i look him in the eye and i really believe this man and then i sit on the plane i start texting my girlfriend about it and she's asking some questions that i didn't ask and i was like fuck dude and then for 13 hours the whole plane home i'm just pissed i'm so pissed about it still the good karma is going to come back to you though, the good karma is going to come back rock and, and i didn't want to spend that money i totally. didn't i didn't have that much money to spend and i was just like you know what you really need this help and like i'm going to be okay if i give you this money so like let's do it god damn it though dude i was so pissed so what are some of those questions that you did yeah, that you ask? would ask um well she asked she asked me questions that i some of them i had asked like how come you don't have a, like is there no family to friends or whatever he told me a story about like how he had like used drugs and like they don't talk to him anymore and i like i was like you know what? like even drug addicts need help there guy <laughs> and and like i and which i believe in like we god we went through so much of this fucking ringmaroll dude and i really just trusted him and he like knew stuff about cameras because he told me he was making a film and I was like asking him questions and he was telling me about like telling me about like the sensor size and like the black magic Ursa and I was like, okay, you know stuff. I think is what happens. He probably burnt out. He probably moved to LA, burnt out, is trying to make movies and then started just traveling the world by scamming people. I think that's what he's doing. And you met him where? At LAX? At, no, in the Korean airport on the way home. This is like a catch me if you can. Outside of the lounge. Situation. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It really shook me, dude. You, and You met him outside of the lounge? Yeah, I was like leaving the lounge, you know. Um, <laughs> and then I would just like, this is why we can't help people, dude. It's sad because people, when you give them some generosity, they fuck you, dude. God. No, I think I think you got yourself some good comments. No, you points. Yeah, I think so too. I, there's like a 5% chance I actually helped this man and he wasn't lying to me. But, but I, I, I think even, even if it's a scam, even if it's not, you're a good guy. Thanks, guys. And that's what matters. Wait, but what makes you feel like you got <sighs> scammed? 
Because you bought a guy who seemingly needed yeah. help to get to another place? Yeah, I just think, yeah, exactly. I think there's a chance that he did need some help. I think, but I don't think that it was like he was really struggling, stuck, yada, yada. I think he was just getting people to pay for him to fly around the country. I mean, drugs. if he did, crazy to know. Like, and dude, also think kind about, of respect. Think dude. about what you got to have in the brain. You got to have filmmaker. You got to have businessman. Yeah. You got to have had so many private things, equity. Like you got all these things had, in your brain to say. He had all say. these things he was telling me about and he like, he nailed it, dude. He really nailed it. I even like, I was, and then I got on the plane. I was like, what if he's a fucking fugitive? And I like flew him across. And then I started freaking out, like proper freaking out for like an hour. I was like, I'm going to jail when I get off this fucking plane. But no, he just scammed my ass. It's fine. Damn. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't win them all, dude. Can't win them fucking all. It's <laughs> a great story. Yeah. It's a crazy yeah, story. Yeah, I'm glad it's a good story now because, like, God, I was pissed for a long time. Do you ever feel like when you experience something wild like that in life, let's say good or bad, let's say it's bad, you got scammed, it's part of you like, fuck. But, great story for the pod. So, not that one. <laughs> but the the spot story that I told in the last pod, which you should check out, that the whole time I'm like, this is going to be funny to tell people later. Because it didn't cost me 500 fucking dollars. Yeah. God damn it, dude. But anyways, awesome trip. Totally worth it. Honestly, would do it again, even if I knew I was going to get scammed at the end. Well, I'm so glad you're back. Me yeah. too. Because we needed you be back, back on this right. pod. Yeah, here we go. Lock it in. So yeah, we're talking about the top brand partnerships of 2023. Nice. Which if you, you know, buy these products, you won't feel like you're getting scammed. Nice, nice, nice. You know, nice. like Chase did. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going through the list. And I'm sure you guys took a look at the list too. And I just noticed that like the biggest one of 2023 wasn't listed. What's Mikey, our producer, up to, dude? Oh, Mikey, come on. I just noticed that like uh, the 505 podcast times art list. Oh, big one. Collab of 2023 really, really yeah. uh, was not on here. And we got another spot. Sponsor, Come on, baby. dude. Let's go. The boys are moving up. Let's go. Hands clapping just for food. Just dude, dude, dude listen. Back there. You know, we're, we oh, might yeah. even upgrade you to first class. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. We're, we're going, me and Keon are going to Oregon next week. I sat his ass at <laughs> the back of that plane. The fucking, the fucking guy that scammed me, I'm picking his fucking, he goes, I like the aisle seats. And I said, it's $43 for an aisle seat. I'm not picking a seat. Middle, dude. Beggars can't be choosers, dude, man. We are we're heading to Oregon next weekend. That's so fun. We got flights. You know, Oregon's looking good, dude. Yeah, the we're looking, looking good, good, dude. Keon and I are gonna do some some uh, some That's out so and about, fun, and, dude. You know, we're gonna, gonna be we're gonna tear it up. But on the topic of artless, dude. Okay, listen. Here's the deal. Because a year ago to the day, I went and looked. I had a huge problem happen. Mm. So I was working with this brand, right? And they were like, hey, you know, pick out a song. And I wasn't using the mm -hmm. best music licensing platform, which is Artlist.io. Yep. I was using another one. And so I, I buy this song uh, on the platform and I use it, right? I have a subscription to this platform. I use the song in the video. They love the video, right? I'm not being paid a ton for this video, okay? And I go look and they go, we'd love to go forward with that song. Can you purchase it? I go, yeah, no problem. It's going right. to be like five bucks, 50 right. bucks, right? It was $1,500 yeah, to buy the song. Did I have that in the budget? Ask Too me. much. Ask me if I had it in the budget. No, it's probably, it was the budget. It was the budget. Yeah, exactly. It was the budget. <laughs> and so I literally almost lost money on this job because I'm stupid and I wasn't using a music licensing platform that is covered by everything. So what's really dope about Artlist, okay, let me tell you, you're covered for commercial use. You're covered for music videos. You're covered for anything corporate, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Dude, you name it, the list goes on apps. They got you covered, okay? It's a one-time fee. If you use our code down below, you're locked in and you get two months free with your subscription to Artless Max. Not just one month. You're two, talking two. about Wow, two? that's crazy. Double it. Double it and pass that's it on to the next. of the year, dude. <laughs> Double it, pass it to the next rock. Um, Artlist Max, like the stock. Yes. It's so good, dude. Yes. And I feel like I keep talking about this because I keep thinking about it. But one, it just it is is the best looking stock that I've used. Like it's very cinematic. It's stock just, footage. Stock footage, sorry. Yes. It looks awesome like yeah. it's all shot on like reds and aries and mm -hmm. like beautiful stuff then they have the sound effects by powered by ai that like get to tell you what you should use sound effect wise for that stock clip which is crazy insane you have like a beautiful like person typing a keyboard maybe it's like even a cool like you know pro blend shot because they got stuff like that and then it's like oh here's some sound effects keyboard typing screen illuminating it's like how did you think of that you want to automatically take your boring ass talking head videos oh, and take God. them to level 10 go download some sick stock footage your videos will automatically get you know eight times sicker and and use some sound effects while you're at it because it's 50 percent of your whole video you know really is lock yeah. in dude lock in i also would say that you know maybe you guys aren't at the level of someone like an ASAP Rocky working mm. with mm. Formula One. Mm. Yeah, no, and Puma. Yeah. Um, but to get to that point, yeah. 
you're gonna have to make some videos and in those videos you're gonna need music mm. and you're gonna need sound effects yep and Artless is going to be your best bet to be able to like level up and get to Boulder territory. Yeah. Lock yeah. in, dude. Oh, yeah. Lock in. Link in the description. Yeah. Get in there, dude. Um, Real quick. Yeah. You know, we, we are talking about, you know, brand partnerships. And um, I recently locked in a pretty cool brand partnership oh. with Sony. Oh, Come on. Heard okay. of it. Yeah. Heard of it. Um, yep. Know so they've been watching the pod. They've been loving the content lately. And, you know, first they invited me to Sony Kando, mm. which is great. And then... I wake up to an email being like, hey, Costas, do you want to review the new Sony a7C II? Oh, fine. So I'm making some content for them, right? Now, do you remember when you guys would watch like commercials when we were younger and it was like a new toy and they were like batteries not included? Yeah, annoying. It's ridiculous on Christmas Day. Unbelievable, right? That is so annoying. So what's cool about Sony is that they do include the batteries, but what they don't include is a memory card. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. And the memory cards oh. that you need to be using, though, with these Sonys mm. are Lexar. You got to go big. You got to go nice. Can you actually throw that on the table to me? Yeah, watch this cat. No way. Ooh. Oh, just a fluttering. I'm just going to I'm just gonna pass this over. Because, actually, if I could get you. it passed. So here's the thing. I lost my Lexar card, gonna, so if just, I actually get it. Just yep. pass that over to you. Oh, we're doing like a communion thing. We're all going to go in circles yes, and shit. Dude, a nice little V90 128. Oh, yeah. really use that cards if you could just, you know. 300 megabyte read write speed? <laughs> That's so actually what my R6 needs, so I, if you could just. I've emailed them. This one's you know, for me, actually. I've emailed oh, them oh. 10 times, yeah. and we're, out, we're clean out of cards. You know, we're clean out of cards. What's crazy, because I now have three Sony cameras, and I need a memory card for each one which is i here's the thing yeah sony's been like sony's been like hounding me like where's the Mm. review where's the review Mm. yeah and i'm Mm. like Mm. i didn't have another lexar card you you know so i couldn't record anything Mm -hmm. because batteries are included but the lexar card isn't yeah and so now I can finally film the review. So really thank ha- you. Really happy. Right. Got you. With so that. my R six does need one of those. I did lose one. Um, I, I saw uh, on the podcast um, podcast Pod Instagram. Class. Yeah, podcast Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's a video where you put all the cards on there. A lot of them. A lot of them, dude. Didn't didn't see one of those go into my uh, Pelican just, case. Just divvied up, funny. divvied up to the corner and the yeah. I got I got three. <laughs> I got three. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it, dude. Ken, how many cameras you got? Yeah, I don't even take videos, but I, I got a few stashed in my crib, but God damn it. didn't bring them up today. Kian's so. just using them for aesthetic purposes in his crib. But anyways, yeah, if I could get one of those, that'd be, that would be cool. I'm going to I'm gonna put in a good word with our buddy. So and, I'm not going to get that card, though, that Costas has. No, no, that's going to be well, his, but... Because okay. they sent us some, um, and yeah, Brain will hit our guys. I'm going to send it to but him. But if you use our link in the description, oh, it sure. might come sooner. What, yeah, what do I get I, off? Do I, I get anything? Think it's just more morale boosting. Oh, so better, if better, you just better. get that, use that top link over there, that'll get you a new card and we'll, I'll, I'll talk Dude, to Dude, the thing I like about Lexar actually is their Instagram page is fucking dope. They yeah. repost really cool stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like a page. great like photography page, really, mm-hmm. you know? They're like, like the most, I would say like creator focused uh, like memory card company. Yeah. Like that I've seen. Yeah, and they crush it. They really it's great. Do, actually, I will also say, um, like I mentioned earlier, I have like multiple Sony cameras, <laughs> and another one that I have is the Sony ZV-E1. And the thing is, it's like the little one, right? Yeah, I also have the A1, which is like the the, the flagship SD? one. <laughs> Just give me that. One. Well, anyway, <laughs> so I went to go record some stuff, and I was going to use my CF Express Type A card, and I went to go plug it in, and it doesn't actually take a CF type a CF Express Type A card because the camera doesn't actually shoot. 4k 120 mm-hmm. um so i learned that and i say that to say that like you have to choose your memory card wisely because certain cameras need uh certain memory cards mm. to be able to unlock their full potential totally um, but you know if you're not using a camera that has like 4k 120 and you're not a big time boulder like your boy you might not need to get the cf express type you know who it- i think is unlocking potential though it's Aesop Rocky and Formula One, dude. Oh, you know, wow. I, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at brand collaborations of 2023, right? We're going through them. Yep. And, and I see Formula One being one of these brands brand. that, that's really starting, popping off, starting dude. to come over to the U.S. Right? We got right. partnerships going in Austin. We got yep. something coming in Vegas. Yep. And Miami. Then Miami. Miami. Then they then they get bored and they say, Hey, how can we take this level 14? You right. know, and we're we're gonna call in one of the one of the hypest, coolest people on the planet, Aesop Rocky. And so they they do a partnership together, right? So you have Puma, you have Formula One, and you have ASAP Rocky collaborating. Oh, dude. What is just a triangle mm. of awesomeness. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, Thank baby. you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, it, it's, it's coming to you. It's coming at every angle. And I, I also think that he really hits everything, right? So he's, yeah. he's super fashionable. 
this amazing rapper. He's got these crazy music videos. So not only do you get someone who, you know, is interested in the sport, who is a fashion icon, you have all this cross section happening. And I think it's going to bring a ton of new fans into F1 because that, that really is the goal totally. with something like this. Totally. Yeah. F1 wants more fans like the ASAP Rocky pull. And then Puma wants one, his awesome creative direction and two, like his pull. And he wants to be in partnership with two rad brands. So it just totally makes sense. I bet he also can drive a car really fast. <laughs> just a thought. There's actually a, no, actually was, there's a video of Tyler, the creator and ASAP Rocky. And one of them doesn't know how to drive. And it's so funny because one of them feels like Tyler is the clowning yeah. the other one. That's funny. So it would be so funny if ASAP Rocky is the one who doesn't know how to drive, but has the F1 part. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got you, dude. Because of them, we can did a, a good blog about this. So we're going to read this right from right from their post. So the Harlem native will help design capsules for the collection, which will also help to set the tone for Puma's new seasonal offerings moving forward. In addition to the clothing, Rocky will also bring his fashion knowledge, style, and cultural expertise to the partnership to help create visuals and video content for the rollout including a special campaign highlighting American color culture and its impact on fashion and streetwear. So dude, you're, you're getting everything here, you know, and the, the whole point of when you look at different brand collaborations, whether it's in beauty, whether it's in cars, whether fashion, whatever, it's usually always for either awareness or to get new people to come into this thing. And with this, I think you're going to actually get other people that typically wouldn't watch F1, right? If you, if you, you're, you're an F1 guy, yeah, right? Yeah. You're an F1 guy. I am. When you get a guy like ASAP Rocky in, in this campaign, I think it highlights a few things, right? He's amazing at music. We're going to get some fans in music. He's also going to bring a more diverse group of people, I think, that are going to start watching F1. Totally. And that's going to broaden the fan base. You're going to get people, you know, that, that typically wouldn't watch F1 to get involved and maybe, you know, oh, okay, I love ASAP. Let me check out, let me check out this, you know, this new sporting event. Yeah, it's so clever because, I mean, F1, broadly European, right? And that's where, like, it was huge for a long time. And then, they, you know, they expanded races to Asia. Now they have a ton in America, too. And now it's, like, the Americans that watch it, though, it's, like, either, like, sport heads that just, like, love sports and want another sport to watch, you know, especially because it came back in 2021st. So, like, all the Americans are like, fuck it, I miss football. I'm going to watch F1. But mostly just, like, like white car dudes, you know, kind of a vibe. Mm. Not what we're getting with ASAP Rocket. We're totally getting like a new, because there is a culture to F1 that's like unique that like he will be able to tap into and I feel like expose a lot of people to like a pretty interesting sport. Mm -hmm. I wish we had him here to ask him, you know, his thoughts and maybe one day we will have ASAP on the pod, but sure. he does have a quote mm -hmm. from oh, that nice, same nice. blog. So I'm gonna go ahead and read it. ASAP Rocky says this, Working with brands as iconic as Puma and innovative. ASAP Rocky says, working with brands as iconic as Puma and innovative as F1 has been truly inspiring. When the world sees what we're doing, I believe a shift will happen with how brands approach taking risks and working with diverse creatives. Now, he's a huge celebrity, right? ASAP is massive. We could show most of America ASAP Rocky and they're going to know exactly who it is. And I think when you bring him in, it becomes more relatable because yeah. Other people that have no idea or even care about F1, they might watch a match. And if you right. watch a match or you turn on Netflix and you're like, Drive to Survive, ASAP right. Rocky has partnered with that. Let me check out this show, right. which is an amazing show, by the way. Right. More more relatable than like Max Verstappen, who looks like a fucking sloth and sucks, you know? <laughs> Dick Stappen for short. Um, <laughs> no, but he is. Yeah, he's just more relatable. And you don't know, like a few F1 drivers are now like popping off as celebrities in America, which is funny, like Daniel Ricardo, like Lewis Hamilton, obviously. But yeah, like even the biggest drivers you don't really know their faces you know you wouldn't be able to pick max Verstappen out of a lineup but asap rocky is huge and it brings awareness and that's important i also think what you get with asap and i think a reason why puma wanted to bring him on is like he's been building his brand as a creator for so long and he's worked you know on smaller levels like creating um or directing commercials for beats i believe mm. he's done and you know he's obviously such a like fashionable guy but he's gonna now take like his style and bring it to Puma. And I feel like as creators, this can sometimes happen when someone stumbles across your work, right? They see a video that you made and they bring you on to create a similar type of video or take similar styles or take a similar type of photo for their like brand campaign. It's like, I think that's why it's so important to try to be unique and try to find your style, which takes time. It's taken ASAP Rocky 10, 15 years to land this specific collaboration, but he's built his own style and the biggest people, the biggest creators, the reason why like they're so successful is because they have their own style, which allows them then to lock 
in bigger partnerships. Yeah, and you see it right now with everything that we put out. It's like a it's practice. It's practice for when the big players do come and you're like, yeah. "Hey, just like Lexar and Artless, right? We've we've been building this show. We've done it for 85 times. It's been practice for now when the brands say, "Hey, we would love to collaborate with you guys." It's like, "Well, we've already done the damn thing 85 times. Right. We're pretty good at it." And so 85 say, times still can't read. Come on, baby. We're learning. <laughs> yeah. You know, progress, not I'll, perfection. Exactly. Or, for example, Lexar, mm. they like working with us because we have a podcast and they haven't partnered with someone who has a podcast before. Mm. And so it's like, that's kind of like a new and fresh take on talking about Lexar and being able to build up their like brand um, in a fresh way that only we can bring. All right, pioneers, dude. Yeah, it's cool. I saw some photos. I saw like the pants with the F1 stitching on that he was wearing in one of the photos. Well, fucking rad. I'm going to buy those if they come out. Um, but yeah, they're making cool because Puma's pretty nostalgic, you know, and he's kind of like revamping it and bringing light towards like a new, like kind of exciting brand in F1. And it's just, I don't know, it's dope. Yeah, it is dope. And we, we also got another crazy collaboration that's going on right now between a guy who just put out one of the biggest movies of the year, Martin Scorsese. So mm. he, he's got a movie now out uh, called Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm going to go check it out this week. Pretty, Still haven't seen it somehow. Pretty excited about, excited about it, but he did a collaboration with Timothy Chalamet. And so they did this with Chanel and it, it's like a, it's a narrative piece of narrative Fume commercial not out yet i could only see and find teasers where we're all searching for yeah, days super to, annoying yeah to try to find Let but um you know it's different because you know martin makes movies and so this is totally different from what he normally does and so he talks about it and they did an interview that was awesome he did a sit down and he was saying how this commercial is so different than the movies because every single frame of that minute matters and where you got a three and a half hour long movie you can afford a couple, I wouldn't say mistakes, but mistakes. You know, you, yeah. you could have a Lulls, frame. Yeah, downs. you could have a frame last a little long or you could have something be short. And it's like, okay, well, we have time to kind of like right. get, get back in the moment here. Whereas like with this perfume commercial, he said it was one of the most difficult things that, you know, he had done, which is crazy. Yeah, because he's done a lot. But yeah, he's right. He's, I mean, he drags. He goes three hours. To put it in a minute or two minute is pretty insane. Um, I also saw that they drew inspiration from Fellini. Um, I think his movie Toby Dammit, which is, I mean, Fellini's dope, you know, one of the goats. It's crazy to think that, like, Spielberg, who is, you know, you think of as, like, an older, like, been making movies forever, they're always just, they're taking inspiration from people before them, you know? And Fellini was taking inspiration from, like, silent films before him. And, like, it's just crazy to think about. Like, you know, it, ideas are original in that how they, like, kind of spur off each other, but they're never, like, truly original. And even them are like, yeah, that's what we're doing, and we're bringing that to a Chanel commercial, which is cool. I also think if you're hearing Scorsese, the GOAT director or one of the GOAT directors talking about that he's taking inspiration from somewhere else, right? you should also be taking inspiration from other places and bring it into your own art. Like, Don't be afraid to look at other people's work and be inspired by it and pull inspo from other people's stuff, bring it into your own work, but just be careful not to copy. I think uh, one of my old people I used to work with had this saying and he was like, if you can pull one to two things from mm -hmm. things that inspire you, you'll never get called for copying, obviously unless it's the exact same idea. But, right. you know, pull one to two things from all these different people that inspire you and you put it into your work and then your style will kind of, you know, come from all these different inspirations that you enjoy or things that, you know, you're about. And like, it doesn't just have to come though from movies. It could come from music videos. It could come from right. a commercial or a sports video. Um, so really try to look and play and like, look at vloggers, look at what every creative person is doing and try to put those things into your work and you'll come up with something so different than you ever thought you probably were going to come up with. Also going off of style, I thought it was really interesting because of course Scorsese was talking about how like because he's been making so many long pieces, he wanted to change up his style and do something different because he wanted to challenge himself. I feel like if you find your style or you make a certain type of video, you can get really comfortable in making mm. that because you're like, it's easy, I know what I have to do. I felt that when I was shooting concerts. It's like, I know where I'm gonna stand, I know like my flow and I'm probably gonna get some good photos, but it, they're probably, they might feel similar to what I've already gotten before switching things up and making something maybe you're just used to making short form content and you're used to making 30 second videos try making a 10 minute piece right you know in the opposite way that scorsese is making three hour long movies and now trying to direct a one minute piece i think switching your style up and it can be it doesn't have to be as crazy as that but um, switching things up keeps things fresh which how cool is it too because homie is old right yeah he's like probably in his 80s i think i'm gonna look keon can you look up how old martin scorsese is and 
he's still trying. He's like, I'm going to try this new approach to like to this. He's still like, and that just shows why he's successful. Cause clearly fucking loves it, dude. Yeah. He's loved it for so long yeah. that it clearly it just like in him. But it, how cool is it that he's like, yeah, I'm going to try to change it up this time. Yeah. And in their, in their interview, he was saying how, you know, obviously you have shots planned. You have right. the, the stories planned out, but even on set, they would see things. They would try things. They're both at the tip top of yeah. their game. Who knows what Timmy's going to do yeah, on who camera. Know, yeah. You, you never know, dude. Mm-hmm. The camera might run into his chest. Right. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you guys remember that video? I don't know if I no. have seen you haven't seen the bts of uh, of dune or something and they're like cameras right there and it just hits him right in the chest no. oh, you ever seen this oh no. it just drills him in the oh, chest fuck. does he take it like a man yeah oh yeah he, really? took it. Yeah, he just boom oh guys dude. broke the map box yeah he's like i got you <laughs> how old is he can he's 80 years old come oh, nice. on oh, chase come let's on go. let's yeah. go yeah it's amazing though because you know these guys still they always say always have a playbook but don't be afraid to if you see something on set and you're drawn to it to say right. hey let's let's try this or you know if you have an amazing act to be like what do you think about this you know try try those things but so um timothy chalamet was t- asking him he was like it felt like you didn't even have like a plan everything was so like running gun compared to what you're used mm. to and he goes well, no, I planned it all out beforehand. Like I knew like, is this shot going to be moving or is it going to be static or how big are you going to be in the frame? So like I went in having a plan and having the plan allows you then to like play and improvise on set. Mm. And then um, Timothy Chalamet was like, have you ever worked where you didn't have a plan? He's like, yeah, I've done it and it didn't work nearly as well. (laughs) So now I come in every time with a plan. (laughs) Have you seen that? That reminded me, have you seen that TikTok of Greta Gerwig directing that scene? And she's like, collapse, collapse over there. You haven't seen it? Oh, come on. God damn it. It's going to be so awkward. It's so funny. You got to watch it, dude. It's like charming, but it's like kind of cringe. But it's a similar thing. She's clearly just like, she knows what the shot is and she's spitballing. I think that's so important. The other thing too, though, is when you do have a happy miracle on set and you're like, this is fucking gold get it and move on dude because we've all been there where i'm like this is so cool i want to film this a hundred times and do 30 takes of it because it's rad and then you just forget about the other shots i'm stoked to see the final because yeah me too our boy timmy said that it didn't feel like an ad felt more like short film kind of vibe and i think that like no one no one wants to be sold to anymore you want to be like hey buy blue de chanel right you know what i mean and you got to really think about how they're going to try to sell this like feeling in mm-hmm. this like look and you're like okay like maybe i want it speaking of that i dropped mine and broke it the other day so <laughs> you're uh cologne yeah the blue de chanel is expensive shit smells you good. were on blue de chanel yeah the bathroom smells incredible oh, i bet dude amazing but what's also so interesting about a perfume commercial you have to lean into the feeling of what it feels like to have the cologne on because the viewer can't smell the cologne right. through the video you think that's ever going to change? Maybe. You remember have TVs that has some scent in it? Maybe our phones just yeah. run your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it known though that like perfume commercials have the biggest budgets? Like perfume. Yeah, oh, they're always are. crazy looking. Yeah, dude. we got we got to lock some in. Johnny Depp Sauvage, dude. Yeah. Savage. Oh. I love those commercials. He's like taming a lion and shit. <laughs> it's like, Anyways. what's the craziest thing we can yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. You think Martin Scorsese and Kim Kardashian have ever had dinner? Yes. For sure, I would because think so. because Timothy Chalamet is now dating Kylie Jenner. Yeah, they've, oh, had, they've, they've had some family dinners for sure. Yeah, right. I mean, Corey Gamble. I love Corey Gamble, dude. He's at every game. Every game, dude. You think Scorsese's rocking Skims, man? Yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. why <laughs> didn't they put him on the? That have been so fucking dope, dude. He's just kind of a little saggy, but he's tight. No, but he's up got on the, the shirt. Skim. He could wear an overshirt. He could yeah, rock the yeah, shirt. Yeah. Well, it's for sure coming because it. Kim's marketing for like Skims, she has all types of women. Yeah, and I exactly. feel like you know they start with like. The good-looking yeah. ambassadors, and then they bring in the Martin Scorsese's. Yeah, who you know is good-looking in his own right. But yeah, Skims Man is dope. I'm very excited about it. Big, big brand collaboration, yeah. dude. They I'm gonna t- buy some. Taking the internet by storm these last few days. So we got Skims making a partnership with the women's NBA, the NBA, and USA Basketball. Boom. So they're an official underwear partner. It's never been done in the NBA. Um, and no, it, never. I think it's gonna be crazy because you. She launched it in a very interesting way. So. On her Instagram to however many freaking you know, right. followers she has, tons of them, yep. she posted a photo of Nick Bosa, Shay Gildas Alexander, and then our good buddy um, Neymar. Neymar, our yeah. good buddy Neymar. Yeah. So we got the big three, you know, and you're hitting every every post has a different market, you know. And so Nick Bosa, NFL, Mr. Masculine, just he's like big, just big D line, just jacked, you know. Also chill as fuck. Have you seen that video of him? He's like, I just want to get to the quarterback, man. He's on this. It's so funny, dude. I love him. But anyways, yeah, very <laughs> different from the other guys. Yeah, you got a totally different demographic that each one of them hits, and you got Shay, who is like a fashion icon, up and right? Coming, up to- and coming in the league. 
he's a dog and like, you know, he's, he's doing runways as well. And so super fit dude as well. And then you got Neymar, global soccer star. So you're, you're hitting so many different types of men that could buy, you know, skims and wear this like athleisure, but it's more like, it's like home comfort clothing, right? What, what would you categorize it as? Yeah. Like home comfort. loungewear. Loungewear. Oh, men's loungewear. Men's loungewear. Nice. I love that. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Bang. Bang. You're chilling. You're yeah. chilling. You're chilling at home. Are you going to get a pair? Yeah. I just like, I bought in the lane a lot of skim stuff and I like loungewear. I got, I'm a kind of an aloe guy right now in terms of my Ooh, loungewear. Okay. But I'm going to get some skims. I'm going to test it so out. So this is interesting. So Chase has bought in his girlfriend some, some skims, skims right? Skims yeah. women. So I was yeah. doing, I was doing some research and it showed that they already knew, right? 20% of the people that were hopping on this website, which is millions and millions of men, they were men. 20% were men. Regular 10, skims. 10% of the customers, yeah, regular skims. 10% of the customers were men buying it for their wives or for their girlfriends. Other 10% just wanted to see the just chicks. Wanted to, yeah. Just wanted to buy, yeah, just, just, just wanted to, scope, see the just wanted to scope out what's on the website. Are you buying Lena skims? Are you ordering online or are you going in a store? He's ordering online. Yeah, dude. I'm an online. I don't really do brick and mortar much. Yeah. Know? Although I did once, I think it was in a store. No, I was literally, I saw him in a store and I was like, I got to go home and buy some of those online. <laughs> 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 Went home. Yeah, I did. Have have they hit you with like a promo email yet? Uh, for Skims Men? Yeah. I don't know. I have like 10,000. I'm info. one of those 10,000 email guys and I just like kind of, I have one important email though. No, I have two important email addresses, but the, my Gmail just kind of gets all the clutter. Gotcha. Dude, I, I mean, they're going to, they're going to hit a totally different demographic, uh, you know, and it's going to be crazy. I think that everyone's going to be rocking Skims. We're going to all have boxer briefs in your stocking come Christmas yep. time, dude. Yep. It's going to be wild. Yeah. I just feel like you're she's hitting a space that hasn't been tapped into yet and that is the hardest thing to do in business or as a creator is to like find that white space where something doesn't exist but that's where like the biggest opportunities is obviously like the reason why skims was uh created in the first place is like okay there was shapewear which was it was spanks spanks yes. correct and then it wasn't marketed that great. And she's like, okay, there's white space here because like nobody thinks it's cool to rock Spanx. You like almost didn't want to tell people you're wearing them. And she's like, I, I can mark this way cooler and find the white space and target a whole new demographic of people. And now like shapewear is like cool to wear and people want to rock skims. And I feel like she's doing that with uh, skims men as well. I mean, we're just going to be the comfiest boys in all so the land. So comfy, dude. dude. God, it's, it's cuddle monsters, dude. It's insane. And also, as you guys can, you can relate this back to the videos and stuff and photos that you're creating, right? If you look at a space and there, if you got 20 photographers and we laid up all their photos and they all look the same, what, what you gotta, we gotta figure out a way to be innovative in this group. You know, totally. same with video. Like if you go look at what the best filmmakers are doing, like, I mean, if you just go on Instagram or on TikTok right now and you scroll and you finally land on those great creators like Carl Shakur, guys mm. like that, right? Their stuff is different. And it is it is in its own way, like its own little lane of stuff because it's like different than everything else you're scrolling. You stop, you're like, oh, Carl posted. Let me see, let me see what, he's, what he's got up to, you know? And so really try to look at this and see what she's done. Obviously, it's on a massive scale, but you can take something and do this on a much smaller scale in your little area. Maybe it's like, hey, I turn around stuff in 24 hours in my town. That's how I do things. And that's how I'm going to get business, you know? Yeah. We have personally done it on a massive scale yeah with this podcast there was no podcast talking about <laughs> photography video being content creators my babies you know what i'm saying not that and, i knew of and and we found that white space and we decided to make a podcast that we felt didn't really exist quite yet and i feel like people resonate with that are there some now yeah, fuckers. there's a few, you know, but but podcasting has been has been innovative in other ways, yeah. right? So we we have two of oh. two of the biggest female <gasps> podcasters in the space right now. We got Alexandra Cooper and we got Alex Earl. Okay, and what's really interesting, if you haven't seen the rise of Alex Earl and Alex Cooper, you should go check them out. Right, these mm -hmm. are two huge influencers in their space. So Alex Cooper has a company. Okay. It's called the Unwell Network and it's going to be geared towards Gen Z audiences. And so what she did when she, she already has big power. So she got a Spotify deal, $60 million Spotify deal. Boom. Okay. Insane. And so 
she created this company called the Unwell Network. And so what you do when you create companies is you find great people to partner with and to bring on to this company that see the vision, that align with the vision. So she sought out Alex Earl, right? Huge influencer right now in the space. She's doing amazing things. And she also got another creator called Madeline Argy. Now that gal is UK based. Alex Earl is US based. Mm. So now she's hitting two yeah, you huge- think that was on purpose? I think it was definitely on purpose. Mm-hmm. Just like our other uh, one that we're going to talk about a little later is Prime, right? We got US based, UK based. But anyways, back to our, our good- our, the girls. So these girls are creating this company and they're creating podcasts around it. And so Spotify utilizing Alex or Alex Cooper's already existing relationship with Spotify, Spotify is going to go out and get the ads for these girls podcasts and they're going to help them start to promote it, which is just a big cheat code all in itself because you already have a great relationship with Spotify. It's like, Hey, come over with me. We're going to make this amazing company. We're going to partner together and we're going to reach so many more people as a team than we are going to do individually. And now, I mean, I can't even, when, when those two first connected, my TikTok page was just Alex Earl and Alex Cooper hanging out. It was like, oh, they're spotted here. They're spotted there. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like that they're, they're a thing now, you know? And so it's really interesting when you see what other creators are doing in these spaces and how they're, you know, taking over industries. I also think it's really interesting how both Kim launched Skims Men and had ambassadors attached to it already, these famous athletes. And as Alex Cooper's launching her um, Unwell Network, she launched it with the two girls. Who is it? Alex Earl and Madeline Argy. Boom, dude. Yeah. Rock I don't know roll. if there's a point there, but I just, you know, similarities. Similarities. Pretty dude. cool. And no, when when these two pods launched though, top, top of the charts in their areas. We got Madeline's was huge in the UK and Australia and Canada and Alex's was massive in the US. It hit number one right off the bat. You That's know? so crazy, dude. Which is insane. Knocked so you, us off. Knocked yeah. us off. <laughs> <laughs> insane, dude. <laughs> We're coming back for that number one spot though, dude. You got you got to find your tribe though. Like as creators, you guys, I've told you this so many times, but you're so much powerful as a team mm, than mm-hmm. you are by yourself. And you're never going to work on $100,000 budget, $200,000 budget, million dollar projects by yourself. You're always going to have a really talented team of people around you. And that's what happens when you bring the best people at their respective things together, you're able to accomplish greatness rather than going solo. You can, you can go solo, dude, if you want to, if you want to go fuck, what is that saying? Keon, find me the saying. If you want to go far, what is it? Someone give me the if saying. If you want to go far, do it together. No, if, if you, you go fast, it, go solo. If you want to go far, go as a group or something like that. No, if you, want, if you want to go, if you want, say it one more time. You land the plane. Land the I got it from you, so I don't know, but. No, no, what, uh, you just said it. If you want to go fast, go solo. If you want to go far, go as a team. Yeah, if you want to, that's just. Yeah, it's it, good. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah tomato, yeah. potato, you know? You but, landed that. Yeah, yeah, we landed totally that. crushed it. You know, it, I get it. I jet, know what you're the trying jet to say. had one wing off, but we right, we yeah. came in. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's interesting that Alex Earl was probably getting approached by a ton of different people trying to offer her podcast deals. Like, obviously, it makes sense for her to get a podcast or to make a podcast because it's the hot thing, right? And so she's probably getting approached by a lot of networks, being like, "Oh, we can do this, 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 and this." What they probably didn't have was someone who actually built the podcast themselves aka Alex Cooper. And I think it's important that you find a mentor. Like mm. sure these other networks could help her build, you know, her podcast and get her brand deals and all that kind of stuff, but what Alex Cooper can offer is proper mentorship cuz she's done it herself. And I think like if you have a mentor that can help you that you can ask questions with, like it helps you grow so much quicker than trying to figure it out all all out by yourself. Dude, you can you can now pay to get access to things that you want to learn. It's like even when we started, dude, we had to learn on YouTube University. How many people are offering things that you can just buy sound effects, you know, right. like down below. Right. Um you you can literally get things that'll just 10x your your trajectory. And it's actually insane right now. But, you know, seriously, DM people, you will be shocked. You you DM us, we respond, but you'll be shocked at who you hit up yeah. that'll actually respond to a question you have. I've asked so many many questions that tons of people in the space have never answered them, but sometimes you get that 1% and they're bored that day and they'll hit you back and you're like, yes, dude. Christian Guzman answered my uh, answered my DM on a Come story on. the other day. No joke, I've gotten multiple DMs asking about how to run a podcast now, which is kind of ridiculous. Oh. But let's go. But now I'm making some new friends in the DMs. Come on, so. dude. You never know, uh, know what will happen if you just spark a conversation. If you're going to learn a big skill like that, you're going to need some fucking energy. <laughs> Prime. <laughs> Is an energy drink that I don't know anything about. 
<laughs> but people drink it, I think, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, it was one of the the biggest brands I feel like in 2023 that I saw just emerging uh, from really thin air from the two of the largest creators in the whole world. You have KSI and Logan Paul. It's one of the biggest. It's got to be like top three biggest creator led uh, yeah, businesses, right? In the whole be. world, for sure. I, I believe that I know for a fact they did over 250 million in revenue, so much. which is just insane yeah can't you can't even fathom that level of of capital but they had some insane partnerships and when you have that much capital and also those two boys are making shit tons of money outside of youtube outside of everything they do they have so many different revenue streams right and so when you collaborate again collaboration with two huge people you're able to bring a lot of capital to the table and they didn't have to raise any money which is insane for a brand like this to not have to raise money. Usually what happens with distribution is you have to raise money. You have to put out a seed round and you have to gain money from investors. And then you're able to actually go out and, you know, make your dreams a reality. But they had a partnership with UFC and a partnership with the Dodgers, Arsenal, FC Barcelona, which is a soccer team, Bayern Munich, which is another soccer team. And so many athletes you got, uh, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Erling? Erling Holland. Yep. Erling Holland, you got Israel Adesanya, UFC, worldwide influence becoming the official sponsor of some of the biggest sports teams in their respective countries. I mean, it's insane. They're tapping into so many different markets and like Gatorade, right? It's the same shit. You've seen the commercial since we were like 10. When it's- I was a kid, we called it Gatorade, you know? That's what they said yeah. in those commercials. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The old they're, school, they're, baby. They're marketing different commercials to, to Wisconsin. <laughs> No, no, man, you, never, you remember that. That was a big yeah. ad, Keon. You were probably too young. Florida we called Gators. it Gatorade. Yeah, we called it Gatorade. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, they just do the same shit kind of over and over again, dude. Yeah. Come at us. And so, the, I mean, Prime really came in and was like, hey, we're going to shake this up so much so that even the other energy drink companies and other hydration companies were trying to take shots of them and put them in the news for like too much caffeine when they had the same amount of caffeine, which is really funny. Uh, so they were, trying to, they were trying to hurt some feelings. But you see, you know, this partnership, these two boys are already massive in their spaces but i think when you when you go with these other brands coast and i were talking about this before the pod it gives you that credibility right mm. so they go and lock in the dodgers and they lock in fc barcelona and then when you're going to these athletes it's like hey guys look at who we're already working with we are not just ksi and logan paul right think whatever you want to think about them but like hey look we're with these at we're with these big brands and if you guys come along we're going to even be able to sell even more of this stuff and we're going to get your whole fan base on it especially because KSI and Logan Paul have been doing the influencer boxing, right? Right. And so they're thinking, or I guess they're marketing themselves as like, oh, we're like legit athletes because we're doing this influencer boxing. And a lot of people, it's very split. It's like, okay, yeah, I do look at you as like, I guess an athlete now, or, you know, no, you're not really like a legit boxer. So having um, a hydration beverage and trying to market it as someone who people are really looking at as like not traditional athletes, you get credibility from like the athlete world if you're partnering with the biggest sports teams in the world. Totally. Like it wouldn't have made sense for them to come out with this if they weren't doing that probably, right? If there was like, oh, why is a random influencer that like talks yeah. about random shit telling me energy drinks? But like, oh, he probably, you know, knows a lot about nutrition and fitness or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it helps a lot. Totally. And right now you might say, hey, I'm working for, you know, mom and pop shops. I'm Mm -hmm. making a hundred bucks for these videos, these photos that I'm taking. How can I, you know, put this into what I'm doing, right? Every single brand that you work with every time is building up one, your name and your credibility, right? And how you operate on a shoot, whether it's good or bad. And so every time that you shoot, you're slowly chipping away to working with a bigger brand. And once you do get one of those big names under your belt that you can go parlay and say, hey, Kosas, I'm now working with these guys. You gotta be shitting me. Yeah, you know, you wanna work with me and they're gonna be like, yeah, "Yeah, oh my God, you've worked with them. I know that brand, I've heard of them. And like, if you go on most creators' websites, they usually have a list of brands that they've worked with because that gives, you know, credibility to them. And so it shows another big agency or a brand and they look at it and go, well, this guy's done work with Adidas, with Nike, with, you know, Lexar Memory and our list. We're going to lock them in, right? We're going to lock them in. We want this deal, you know? And so every time you do work right now, treat it like you're getting a million bucks. Like it's the biggest brand deal you've ever got. Because then when that brand deal does come, you're going to be prepared and the moment's not going to be too big. Right. Speaking of someone that's, the moment's never too big. LeBron James, dude. (laughs) Big, big brand, big, big brand. Came out with this awesome fucking commercial with Beats that um, we just group viewed for the first time together. Well, as a team, you know. It's so good, dude. It's, amazing. it's just so good. That's all I really had to say, you know. 
Boom. What I thought was so interesting is you think of video, the first thing that comes to mind is the visual component, right? right? And I would argue that the visual component was like the least strong part of this commercial. It just like didn't matter that much. No. It yeah. like, you know? I mean, it was just the audio. The no, audio was the, insane. The audio in, I, I've said this before, the big four, okay? You got okay. video, color, audio, story. That is what makes a great video right, right there, the big four, okay? With this one specifically, with a Beats partnership, what do you think should be some important they hit on with Beats? I use Beats to listen to stuff. So audio. Audio would be audio, good. Audio hits my brain, right? It's one yeah. of the most important things in a video, and I always critique this. If you send me a video, I'm like, yo, where's your sound design? What are we trying to tell here? Because right. the audio can drive the narrative. Right. Similar with like most of my sports videos, if I get good announcer audio, that drives, it drives the whole narrative mm -hmm. of the video, right? And so in this video, you have Savannah, James and you also have um, Erling Holland's dad. Erling, I can't pronounce his name. Erling Holland's dad. He, I'm gonna guess his name is Gustav. <laughs> Gustav Holland. Holland. That's a good guess. You got Ir Irving Holland's dad, who's also one of the people that <laughs> Irving. Just Irving. 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 Magic Johnson. Johnson. Irving Holland. Erling. <laughs> oh, you said fucking Irving just no, now. No, you oh, did. Sorry, right. And then and we then slammed you for oh, okay. it. Okay, yeah. Erling Land Holland. The flame. Erling Holland's dad is one of the other people that is actually voicing this over. Yep. And so you're seeing this like juxtaposition of someone that is a top dog in football, soccer, and you've seen someone who's a top dog in basketball. And so his wife is narrating it. His dad is narrating it. And it's talking about like everything that these people say, everything they're going to talk mm -hmm. to you about. And it drives this whole video, right? And the sound design is incredible. The audio is great. And you really have something to latch onto it's not necessarily like you're saying the shots aren't anything crazy they're they're in their house you right. know for the most part few shots in in the bedroom in that bedroom but like nothing to where you're like that's the craziest frame i've ever seen the audio in the story is just so good and it gives you something to latch onto just because also and you're seeing these subtle beats shots all yeah. laced throughout the video it's not like hey buy beats it's right. like oh lebron's wearing them erling is wearing them Thank you. And it just looks amazing. So you, you see this back and forth cutting. There's nothing too crazy. Also, no crazy effects, right. which you don't, don't need. need. You don't need crazy effects. You just need a good story, some good audio, good video, and good color wrapped in a bow. It also, exactly, it gets wrapped in a bow because the whole message is like, do it again. And I love, like, you just have a clear message and then you leave it feeling like, oh, I gotta go conquer the world. You know, it's like, it's so important to have a kind of say something with your videos. And I feel like they did a really good job with that. I love that the top comment was, it's about to make me go drop 60 at LA Fitness. Exactly, dude. dude come on. That'd be so epic, Hit dude. Hit some home runs in softball. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> fucking catch every field. Fucking shit, dude. God damn it. <laughs> catch every pop fly and kickball. Let's go. Come on, baby. I don't really play sports anymore. That it really hit me that I don't really play sports when the guy at Monarch was like, so what physical activity look like every week? And I'm like, well, I play softball. And hey, I'm I like, come here, bro. I go to the gym. Yeah, I go to this gym, dude. Right. Come on. Keon, give me the quote of the day. I got you the little quote. Quote of the day, quote of the week, whatever you need. Enjoy the little things for one day. You may look back and realize they were the big things. Robert Brout. Gee, thank you, Robert. This is episode 85 of the 505 podcast. If you're still here, rocks, please leave a like, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you all next week. Peace. I appreciate Braden being like the little things, you know what I'm saying? The little guy. And maybe I'll look back at like oh. 80 and be like, he was actually kind of big. <laughs>